they're not taking, they're just, this is just a scenario and they don't know that they're taking because Absolutely. the giver, we're not holding the boundary. We're the problem. Yes. So you know what? I flipped the script. Givers are the worst. The worst, because we are the problem. We the are problem. the problem. Yeah. We need to start taking accountability for our own actions and realize yeah. we are the problem. Yeah. And so how can we be a taker more? Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. I just don't know how like this, how we're going to get do this. Well, I don't even know so if we should do, I don't even know if we should do this topic. I don't I mean, we could try and just see what's, I mean, I don't, we don't have anything else, do we? Nope, we don't. <laughs> You know what? This is the start to our episode. We already just started it. So what we're talking about today, this is what we're like um, fighting about, not fighting, mentally inside our own heads. Our topic today is about this concept of givers versus takers. And it's something that I had heard somebody talk about recently, um, givers versus takers. And I thought that was really interesting topic as hairstylists, because I think as a whole, we are typically all givers. That's why we one of the reasons we're creative people, but we also love to give, we love to make people feel better. We love Mm -hmm. to make a difference in people. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are givers in nature. Um, But I think there's a lot of different ways that the giver versus taker can take form. Right. And so, so Kelsey, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Here we go. Now I'm on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, do you relate more with being a giver or a taker? Oh, I'm 100% a giver, like mm-hmm. to a fault, probably. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, great. Okay. Um, so I know, are you nervous? I'm a little nervous too. I'm because, a little nervous. Well, here's the thing. Here's my question. Cause I'm a giver as well, but who admits to being a taker? I was just gonna say that that was where I was going. I was like, yeah, but like who would ever admit to being a taker? And also how do you recognize you're being a taker? You know? Yes. Oh, I know. I know. I think this is really interesting. So, and here's the thing we can both sit here and I'm sure anyone listening right now can be like, who's going to admit to a taker, but we all could probably list five takers right off the top of our head right? like that. Right. We mm-hmm. all have people mm-hmm. in our lives that we can say, I don't even know what exactly this giver versus taker thought processes right now, but I right now can tell you at least this one person's a taker and they suck the life out of me every single time I see them and talk to them and all these things, right? Absolutely. So these people exist. They do exist probably more often than we think. I'm going to guess if we really talk this out, we are all givers and takers. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. And so Abby and I had a great discussion before we decided to start said episode about having conversation and a question being proposed to Abby. What would you have to do to be a taker? How can you be? How can you be a taker? Yeah. So I mean, we're super transparent on this episode. So I'm just going to say where this came from. Okay. So um, I had a a therapy session and love therapy. I highly recommend it for everybody. Go therapy, go Go therapy, yay! And um, I had brought up this concept that I'd been hearing about givers versus takers because as a giver, um, I had. Just, I don't, I feel like I, I feel so like stupid to say this, but I feel like I saw this concept on TikTok. <laughs> Come on, we learned TikTok is so cool. 
it just so takes, cool. it takes away the like intelligent conversation part on right. TikTok. I you didn't do the re- you didn't research it, read it in a book somewhere. You saw it on TikTok. Yeah, but it was a therapist on TikTok talking. Right. Oh guy. yeah, yeah, it was a therapist. No, on it was. TikTok. I swear, it was. I I need to look up his name. I feel like his name is Jimmy on relationships. Have you seen him? Uh-uh. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. Anyways, okay. I'm but I'm also off. not on TikTok. The TikToker. Oh, no, he's on Instagram too. I think that's what okay. it is. I might be mixing up different people. I don't remember. Anyway, so um, they were talking about this giver versus taker concept. And it really like sucked me in because I do feel like I am a giver. You feel like you're a giver. And in this TikTok, they were saying that people, um, givers can attract takers. But so I was talking to my therapist about this because it's something I have to work through myself. Like I do give a lot and then sometimes you can be burned by being a giver. And we're going to get into that on why, how that correlates into being a hairstylist with our clients and our boundaries and all those types of things. But um, I, so I was talking with her about how can I work on this, you know, and mm-hmm. she then proposed that question to me, how can I be a taker? She said, and at first you were like, ew, I said, gross. I could never. I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But what did she tell you? She said, you need to become a taker in order to work on being a giver and over giver. I love it. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm hearing, I'm listening. What does that mean for me? Who's, who's at the core, a giver, how can I become a taker? So what you can do is you can set a boundary. You can um, take some of your time back. Mm-hmm. you can take control again. So, so, so I think it's interesting that concept of a giver versus a taker isn't always someone who's sucking the life out of you. Taker. Right. It's not always a negative thing. Yes. And then here I am the jerk of a giver. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Thinks that a taker is a negative thing, but really that's my problem. I need, I view taking as a negative and I need to reframe that to be like, what can I do? So where that gives me boundaries again and makes, and, mm-hmm. and, and holds true to me. Am Absolutely. I going on way too far of a tangent for the messy no, sales podcast here? Cause I I'm going to get to how I think it's right. I love what you're doing, sales, but okay. Exactly. I love what you're doing. I love where you're going. And oh, by I was the way, just about note, to say, hold on to pause. Never, ever will we do a podcast episode directly after one of my therapy sessions. Just saying <laughs> again, you mean, yeah. no, I'm just okay. kidding. Oh, oh, I'm I love kidding. This. I'm kidding. I'm I'm being very my brain's opened up. Okay, go ahead. She's got a lot. Um yeah. no, I was just gonna segue into like, okay, so when we start to talk about these things and think about being a giver and taker, I, I was trying to translate it and like, well, how do I do that at the chair? Like, yes. what how am I doing that in my business right now? And with such a negative connotation between being a taker, I think that we all need to recognize where maybe we're giving too much yes, and, and how to take back some of our life and our power. And, and really it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It could be a positive thing. Yes, that's exactly. Yes. That's exactly the whole point. The whole epiphany I had today was be, if you're a giver and most hairstylists are, we need to be looking at being a taker in a positive way and how can we do that? So let's pose some of the scenarios of what it means um, to feel like a giver as a hairstylist uh, at the chair, right? Mm-hmm. So what? how do you think that that can um, show up? Being a giver. So being a giver, because I think, I mean, as a hairstylist, when you're behind the chair, we're not 
necessarily take her. Like we're giving. Right, 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 right. 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 So well, I think one of my biggest tendencies as a giver at the chair is, well, number one, um, when someone is like, hey, I, this, this is my favorite. This has been happening to me too, so much lately. I am 30 minutes, going to be 30 minutes late to my appointment. Um, this is like the fifth time that this person has done this. And then they walk in and they're like, by the way, I would also like something I didn't schedule for. It's going to take me X amount of time. I have no time for it, but being me and being like, I don't want to disappoint them. I want to give them a great day. So fine. I'm just going to give in. Let we're going to, we're going to put in 50,000 foils and it's going to make me run behind for my next client and stress me out, but I don't want to disappoint you. So I'm going to give you more of my time. When in fact, I should probably have been like, I can't, can't do that. Right. Yeah. So then, then you need to then be a taker and right. take back your boundaries and be like, I'm so sorry. You know, in back of your head saying your poor planning is not my emergency. Type exactly. Thing, you know, exactly. Um, and taking back, I don't know, the, the control, the ownership over that scenario of giving too much. Absolutely. I think yes. another another giving situation that we all are probably guilty of every now and again. I don't know how many of you have had a client come in and they're disappointed with something that maybe they're the way that their hair turned out. And you did like you. Oh, like, that's never happened. Wait, hold on. This never happened to me. I knew it. I knew it. I knew <laughs> you just have only ever turned out great work. But in this situation, have you had it where you like did the best you could, you know, you nailed it. It was the best that you could have done. And they are like still not happy. And Mm -hmm. so they come back in and they're like, I just, and so you go in and you redo an entire session. And at the end of it, instead of charging them, you're just going to give it to them because in your brain, you're like, you know what? I somehow did something. Yes. So you just give it to them for free because it's just what you should do, but it's not. So really, and then when you think about it, okay, so if this is givers versus takers, and when we first started talking about the taker, we were like, they're terrible people. Actually, they're not, right? because they're just voicing a, I'm going to be late. I don't like my hair. Like, they're not taking, they're just, this is just a scenario, and they don't know that they're taking. Because the giver, we're not holding the boundary. We're the problem. Yes. So you know what? I flipped the script. Givers are the worst. The worst because we are the problem. We are the problem. problem. We need to start taking accountability for our own actions and realize we are the problem. Yeah. And so how can we be a taker more? And then, and here's the thing. If you can start to, I'm saying you, but me, if I like, say, for example, I could start um, showing up being more of a taker, which would be very difficult for me. So it would be very small, little minute things. You're going to start having less resentment towards takers because you're actually holding your own boundary. So I did, you know, have we talked about chat GPT? Yeah, I remember you, you talked to me about it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but it's, you know, chat GPT is the new like uh, search engine on steroids. And it really gives a lot of great information. I'm not going to go into that right now, but I did ask chat GPT about this whole concept of um, givers versus takers. And I was like, well, what does a, if a hairstyle shows up as a taker behind the chair, what is, is that a thing? And what does that look like? Right. Um, and, and I think that that is a thing and that is takers 
they will um, undercut prices. So like they'll be the people that are not charging enough and they are just charging less. They're trying to undercut prices. They're trying to steal um, clients from other salons. So like takers do show up in as a hairstylist behind the chair, but they are they the fear-based driven hairstylist. Do you see what I'm saying? I do, but I never thought of it like that. So here's what chat GPT says. I was trying to find it. That's why I was like rambling a little bit there. Okay. So the, the impact of takers on the industry takers are those who prioritize their own needs over others. I think we've probably all worked with a taker mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in the salon as well. Um, they prioritize their own needs over others. They can have a negative impact on the hairstyling industry. For example, takers may undercut prices, steal clients, or engage in unethical business practices that harm other stylists or salon owners. Understanding how to identify and avoid takers can help protect your business and the industry as a whole. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced um, some takers um, in the industry. Do you feel like you have after hearing that? Definitely. So, but what, what gets confusing is we're over here saying like, guys, everybody, we should all be takers. So I want to clarify. No, I'm saying like whatever your core is, you have a core. Right, you should have taker tendencies in some situations, okay? We should all have a few taker tendencies. But do I think it's okay to be a 100% a taker who is absolutely doing unethical things and undercutting prices and making drama? Heck no, because that's terrible. Yes, well, those are those fear-based hairstylists that are doing that. And then also clients that are, actual takers that truly are taking advantage of you and your time and your boundaries, that's different. But when you are primarily a giver, and if you have to force yourself to have these taker moments, they're going to be so little. Mm -hmm. They're not not going to be of the core of a taker type of a action, right? It doesn't actually make you a taker. No, (laughs) it's actually just making you stand up for yourself and like take, take control and have boundaries and everything like that. Like, I, I don't know. I know that this is kind of like a rogue uh, topic. topic for us. Yeah. yeah. But it's just something we were thinking about that we feel like, and I have talked about this before, and our that our industry experiences a lot of burnout, a lot of yes. people who just leave because they, you know, they feel like they can't make money. They, they're, they're overly tired. They're just giving, giving, giving constantly. And these are the topics that we need to talk about to, to remind people who are doing the same things that we're doing that it's okay to take back some of your control and your time and your power and set those boundaries. So it does seem a little bit rogue, but honestly, it's not that rogue. It's not, it's just like a different way to look at things. And, um, I even, I I had asked chat GPT, what, um, kind of a toll can being a prolonged giver, what kind of a toll can that take on a hairstylist? And it's exactly what you just said. So like, maybe you are the person working at chat GPT behind the scenes. It said, um, there's five scenarios. One, you can feel taken advantage of and don't, haven't we all felt like that? And then that's where that resentment comes in for the taker when really it's our own fault mm-hmm. Two, burnout and exhaustion because you're constantly giving and never taking for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, three financial strain, because like what you just said, I'm going to fix this for free. I will give you a discount. You know, we're constantly giving so that they are happy with us. Um, and then damage to your reputation because, because you're not, 
showing up as the high end um, master stylist that you are, you're constantly discounting, you're constantly bending the rules and people don't look at you as, you know, a top level hairstylist if you're not running your business like a business. And then the last one was strained relationships. And yeah, as a whole, because we start to read that. So when I, when you were talking about those things, I was thinking to myself, like, what can we do as professionals to start to um, shift a little bit in in how we're doing things to take back a little bit, not to become a complete taker, just to take back. And the first thing that popped in my head was salon policies. So Mm you know, making, if you have a website or a booking site, and I just realized I'm going to change this, that it's on my about page, what my salon policies are clearly stated to my clients. You know, I have let so many go with, you know, showing up late and, or no showing at all. I had a client, let me, you know what, I'm going to go off on a tangent. I had a client yesterday who, who no showed on me for probably the third time. Okay. Not recently. And it's been over a span of a couple of years, but just no show. Didn't even call me, didn't text me nothing. And I looked at my assistant and I was like, I don't know if I should charge her a hundred percent or 30%. I always, my, I just changed my policy to say, if you no call, no show, or if you cancel within 24 hours, it's a hundred percent, but I've never done it. And I'm like, I don't know if I should do it. I don't know if I should do it. And I didn't do it. Mm. So that was my fault. That's my own fault. And so what the, did you do? I charged her the 30%. What I should have done though, was set it up from the gate that there is no questions asked. This is what's going to happen yeah. that they know. So my salon policies are in or stated. They are shown when they go to book their appointment, they have to confirm that they saw it, that they know what to expect. Yeah. And that is one small change that I can do to start to take back my control. The yes. other thing that I was thinking about when it comes to being a taker is taking time, time for myself. We talked about in mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago about calling in sick and how yeah. hard that is for us. Um, but I was having a conversation with that the other day about someone who works in the corporate world and they're like, I'm taking a vacation day. And I'm like, what's a vacation day? <laughs> tell me, tell me about it. Can you like paint me a picture of this vacation day? What does it look like? Because let's be serious. For us, even when we're on vacation or when we have a day off, you have clients texting, calling, you're responding, you've got your Instagram going, your DMs, and you're always just going back and forth. So you're never actually off. No, you can't have that like basic OOT out of office, like right. Let me response. put my away message you can, on. But you'd have to do it in every platform right. that ever lived. But, yes. But again, that's our own problem. That's, that's our true. own problem. So then I thought to myself, okay, one small shift I can make with that is literally, you know what? I want an away message. I want an away message. So I'm going to make an away message in my notes that I can save and just copy and paste Mm. every time. Like, that's just basically like, I am away from my office. I'm away from my chair at this moment that I can put out there. if If a client reaches out or someone reaches out when I am out, that just states what it is, because that is one way that I can start to take back my time. I love that. So going back to that client, did she pay? Well, I have her card on file. So I just charged her. Ooh. Plot twist. Charge away, baby. Have you heard from her? No. Okay. I have Has she paid it in the past? Well, she's always paid it because I just charge it. So, and she, but But wait, 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 no, not her, not her, not her. No, I have never, I didn't charge her the other two times. I didn't charge anything. Ah, So this is the first time that I've charged her. So I'm interested to see if she does book again. 
Yeah. And Sometimes what that looks do. like. So what's interesting is because you didn't charge her the first two times, this time you were so nervous to even do your new policy because of your giver tendencies, you know, those. My problem. My problem. It's a me problem. It is. It's a giver problem. It's a giver problem. What are a couple small shifts that you can do to become a little bit of a taker? That's hard. I know. I I need to think about that one today, but I need to um, say no. Mm-hmm. More say no specifically to clients. Like um, about what? About what? What are you going to say no to them? Not to clients. Let me think. I'm just thinking in in work in general. I say yes to a lot of things, and then even if I don't know if it's going to work time wise, commitment wise, I'm just like yes. Of and course. then I can't. And then I say then nobody knows that I'm struggling in the background. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just show up and act like everything's fine. And then if things aren't fine, people like are not are they're um. Disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's actually just maybe saying no when appropriate and speaking up more Mm -hmm. for myself. Like maybe, maybe being a little more transparent so that people don't always think I'm just great, you know, and say, you know what? I'm going to have to pause. I go back to tomorrow instead of like you said, like when you're sick, you're always texting them right back. Maybe just not and, and be okay with it. So for me, it's personal time boundaries is what it is in the salon. I don't have a giver versus taker quite as much. And if I do, I am done, Mm -hmm. but I've been through it with clients over the years. So that's what I would change. So I I just need to speak up more and not act like everything's perfect all the time in my world when I'm really struggling behind the scenes. Yeah. Because again, that's a you problem. That's a me problem. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows. And it's not. And also this, like if you are setting boundaries with your clients at the salon, if you, whatever you're doing, those little shifts that you can do to be more of a taker to protect yourself. One thing that I have worked on and that I think a lot of hopefully could help others is when you have your taking shifts and your moments, never expect um, those people to approve it. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Like, like sometimes I always think like, well, if I do set up my boundaries, everyone should be like applauding that and being like, you know what, Abby, you're right. That's not always going to happen. And a lot of times setting boundaries does ruffle feathers and upset Mm -hmm. some people. And we have to be okay with that because at the end of the day, it's for us and not for them. So it, it, you are not going to make everybody happy. You're not. And if you set if you have the expectation that people are going to be like, oh, happy about your your new yeah. shift, you're gonna hurt, you're only gonna hurt yourself. Yes, because-, because you set up the dynamic of you always give and that person always gets to receive that. And when you start to shift a dynamic with somebody, it is gonna upset them because that's mm-hmm. not the relationship that you have allowed to happen in the past. Right. So it's whether you're raising your prices at the salon, whether you're changing your schedule at the salon, whether the person no show junior actually holding to your policies, you have shifted the relationship between the two of you. And it's your own fault because you have let that relationship happen. We, we teach people how to treat us. Oh, I love that saying. And I use it all the time. Yes. I love that saying. It's one and of my favorites. And it's very it's so true. true. So when people get upset with me, it hurts my feelings, but it is like, well, did I set the boundaries? Did I speak up for myself enough in the past? No, I did not. And it's not anyone else's responsibility, but mine. Absolutely. So basically we are givers at our heart, but at some point you do need to figure out the balance of also being a taker. 
Yeah. And there is no shame in that. No, and it, and it is okay. It's okay to be a taker. I think I want to be a taker now. Let's All be right. takers. Let's take a little. Let's take a little. I know. I would die. I don't know. No, I wouldn't. No. We got it. <laughs>